C. One C. What about a J? A J? S? One S. W. And a W. CJSW 90.9 FM, broadcasting out of Calgary, Alberta, on Treaty 7 land, home to Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. everyone you are listening to the su weekly show on cjsw 90.9 fm on that note um as we are breaking with tradition of forgetting to mention the first song that we listened to we just listened to daja by aya nakamura one of my favorite artists my name is ali samji the vice president operations and finance of the university of calgary students union uh and today i am joined by the lovely sandra amin 
What I, is what is your position? I'm the faculty of science representative <laughs> of the students' union. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, so for the month of February, in celebration of Black History Month, both Adrian Alicantra, your vice president of student life, and myself are hoping to utilize this opportunity and the CJSWSU weekly show to provide a platform for our Black student leaders on campus to promote them themselves, their work, their organizations, as well as spread awareness of their culture, food, song, and overall identity. Also, we are hoping to dedicate the programming for the month of February to recognizing our incredible Black artists, including all of the songs that are played. So unfortunately, our guest today has fallen ill, um, but we just found out this morning and is unable to make it on the show. So in a last-minute pivot, I'm excited to announce that uh, hopefully later on, we will have Shaz Eugenia Morset, who is the Vice President of Academic, joining us. Uh, and then, of course, the lovely Sandra Amin, who is the Faculty of Science Representative of the Students' Union with us. So um, in keeping with that, thank you so much for joining us, Sandra. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> of course. Um, so, Sandra, um, I believe we've had you on the show before. Yes, but very long um, time ago. <laughs> so give us a reminder. What do you do? Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you, what's your role at the SU? Um, and then we'll get into a little bit more stuff about you as a person. Yeah, of course. So I'm the Faculty of Science rep, so I by extension, represent science students here at the university to the Students' Union and in any issues that kind of come up. Um, so I know there's, I have two other counterparts, Preggy and Harold, and so we work together to kind of make sure that the students' voices are heard. And um, we each have our own initiatives. We have our own different areas of attack, I guess. I'm minor, more academically focused. I look more into the research and OER side. Um, I know that Pregia loves engagement with students and a lot of the international student issues since we have such a large population of them. And then Harold um, loves to look into the professional opportunities that we can provide science students. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what we do here. It's fantastic. Um, And then what particular areas of focus have you... um place an emphasis on this year that you were really passionate about? Yeah, for sure. So I've had a huge, huge um, passion for OERs. Mm-hmm. Um, I took after my predecessor who showed me a lot of the ropes around this. Um, but yeah, so like OERs are open educational resources. I'll give a quick uh, what it is first. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's their free resources that would replace a textbook. Um, okay. And so that would make them very, very affordable for students, but at the same time are also higher quality because they would be tailored specifically to your class. Um, So you can actually learn exactly what you need to learn and not go through that experience where you have a textbook and the prof says, oh, textbook talks too much into detail or talks too much about this, but we're actually going to focus on this. Mm -hmm. It would be actually for your class and it would be free. It comes in many mediums, so it it would accommodate a lot of learning styles. So it can come as videos, audios, um, books, websites, everything, interactive even. So it's really, really cool. Um, So we're just trying to raise awareness and we're trying to make sure that um, profs have the tools to be able to use them and incentivizing them that way. So. Of course. Well, thank you so much for that. I mean, genuinely, I've been able to learn so, so much from you this year, and I'm really grateful for that. I know um, this year you've accomplished so much and you've been doing an incredible job. I honestly have so grateful this for this experience and have been able to work with you this year because you've taught me so much and I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, I know particularly you're so passionate about the OERs and affordability and just like working so hard for the student body and it's an inspiration to pretty much everyone that's working at the SU right now. <gasps> thank so thank you. you. That means so much to me. And honestly, I wouldn't have been able to do it without the amazing mentors, including you. Um, you guys have led me down so many, like you've, you've given me passion. You've... Um, it's the word I'm looking for. 
There's not a good enough word to explain how much everything you all have done for me, honestly. So thank you. Thanks, Andra. Now I'm going to throw it back to you. Tell us more about BPOFI. What do you do as a BPOFI? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think BPOFI is a seriously misunderstood role. Um, yep. I think in the past, we've had a lot of individuals hold the position that didn't really know what the VPOPFI um, role was meant for and originally created for. Um, the VPOPFI role is actually an incredible opportunity to serve students. Um, the VPOPFI within the Students' Union is very much in control, um, or not in control, but looks in looks into the idea of managing um, the building. We know that the Mac Hall building itself is actually owned by the university, but then we, uh, we operate it, so we have occupancy rights. Um, so in that, with, with that, it comes with a lot of working with the general manager in terms of tenant relationships. Uh, I know that we've had a lot of supply chain issues in the last little while that we've been working on, given the disruption that's happened with the pandemic. Um, health and dental plan, governance, internal governance. Uh, these are a lot of the things I'm passionate about. I was actually given the opportunity to work very closely with our policy analyst this year, Colson, uh, who has brought me into this world of governance. Um, something that I didn't know how passionate I was about until I was able to, I was given this opportunity for this huge governance overhaul that we're working on. Um, it's super incredible. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. More than anything, though, it's really this regardless of what particular position you hold in the Students' Union, whether it be VP OpFi, whether it be a faculty representative, um, president, at the end of the day, what this platform provides to us, in my belief, is an opportunity to advocate and serve students on every level, yeah. whether this be um, to faculty, to administration, to the Board of Governors, to the Senate, to government officials. I mean, I've, we've been so lucky this year to be able to advocate student needs and concerns to um, council members, to the mayor, to um, MLAs. Premier's, MLAs, to the Premier's yeah. office. Um, and I don't think this opportunity is ever going to come in life again, yeah. um, at least not in the next few years. <laughs> um, so it's been really incredible uh, to really advocate for students and fight for what we believe in because um, when the students put their belief and um, trust in us to represent them, it really means a lot when we can actually act on that and feel good going home at the end of the day being that I did what I was passionate about and I did what I was meant to do and I represented students. Um, and this year we've had some massive wins. We've had such a strong team. Yes. I can honestly say that I yes. don't think we've had such a strong SLC in such a long time. Yes. Amazing faculty representatives. The executives have been doing a fantastic job. Yeah. Staff and execs have been working well. Staff and EOs have been working well and we're really creating this amazing precedent for years moving yes. forward which is incredible first of the decade as we like to say first of the decade <laughs> since the <laughs> pandemic um yeah no i totally agree and this year it's amazing to see how well we all work together how well we understand each other the best interests we have for each other um both on a professional level and on a personal level right so yeah no it's definitely amazing it's an incredible opportunity like you said don't worry i see your names and lights like you're not gonna have to wait a few years to be able to do this again <laughs> not true not true uh, i <laughs> I think, I think this year, like everything we've been able to accomplish is everyone feeding off each other's success. Yes. Um, there's so much motivation. There's so much collaboration that nothing that we've achieved this year would have been possible without everyone contributing yes. what they do. Every single person who has come at any point in the journey has been so important, whether they just came from the by-election or whether they came from the general election, appointed exactly. in. It was, it's honestly the most incredible thing I've 
ever seen. It's just like, you guys are my friends and my family. And then you, we do what we're all so passionate about and serve our students in such an amazing way. So, yeah, yeah and you're right. All the wins we've had this year. Yeah, the wins have been Amazing. Massive. Yeah. And mm. all across all levels. So, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm going to push us into our first mic break. And then hopefully when we come back, we will be joined by our vice president academic, Shazia Gina Morset, <laughs> um, who I think I can see out of the corner of my eye, but I'm trying not to... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Austin, we're going to go into our mic break right now. We're going to hear, um, and forgive me, Sandra, do you speak French? No. Do you, Can you pronounce French? Sometimes. Do you know what? <laughs> can you I pronounce can this song? Oh, um, okay. Let's see. Moi, je prouve. Oof. Fantastic. You did better than I could. So Thank we're going to be listening to that song by Tay C, another fantastic artist, um, followed by Love Me Back by Faya Beat, uh, and then OK um, by Tay C as well. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we will see you, or, or you will hear us when you, when you <laughs> get <thing>. back. <laughs> Ah 
Welcome back to CJSW 90.9 FM, the SU Weekly Show. I am your host, Ali Samji, and today I am joined by... Sandra Amin, Faculty of Science Rep. And Vice President of Academics, Shazia Jinnamorset. Thank Woo! you guys so much for joining. Uh, Shazia, how are you doing today? I'm not going to lie. I'm quite tired. Mm. Uh, the weather's got me down. Yes. Uh, the fact that I'm supposed to kind of have a, look, a bit of a quieter week, I think... 
um, but it's been extremely busy. It's kind of got me down. Um, so it's kind of just a pile on of things. But at the same time, I feel like this is just that time in the semester where as much as it does feel like a break and term break is so, so, so important, um, it's tough to to really let it feel like a break uh, sometimes for yourself. Like, obviously, we as execs, we continue working through term break. But um, I think even for students, I've noticed that it's just it's really tough to kind of turn off sometimes yeah. for that week. Mm-hmm. And especially without <laughs> guilt and, and that's that kind of shame feeling of not working on enough. But Exactly. I can say that um, the break comes at a really good time because it's necessary, the, the release valve of, of kind of stress, even if it's just to be able to be a little bit slower with those things that you do and take a little yeah. bit more time to get through them. Um, it's important to take yeah. that break for sure. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things that we that we is a common misconception and I'm guilty of this too right but for so long we're programmed into calling it reading week where we make this assumption that it's all about school and working where the idea of term break realistically is to actually provide mental health relief and support and that ability for students to travel home and see family and we don't place enough importance on that we see it as a catch-up time rather than a oh my God, I need to take care of myself time, yeah. right? And it could very well be a catch-up time, you know? Like if you are needing that time, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. that's very important to have that option there for students. But really it should be the student's choice exactly. as to how they kind of spend that time. And, and reading week does imply that it's meant to be connected to reading or catching up on readings exactly. or getting ahead. But ultimately, if you're, you know, if you're behind on your work and you need a little bit of time to catch up, it's, this mm-hmm. is a great time to do it. But also, if you're you're not behind on your work or if you feel like you have no time to catch up afterwards or even take a couple of days off during this time, it's really important that um, it's clear that this time isn't just meant to be um, to kind of catch up on schoolwork. Yeah. It could yeah. be if that's what's going to help you and your mental health and, and your well-being. But if there's other things that are going to support that, really, um, the freedom to do that is really important during this time. Yeah. It's exactly. wellness week. Yeah, the number yeah. of students that have just come to talk to me about it and called it reading week. And they're like, we're so behind on catching up. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is your wellness week. Like, yeah. this is yeah. for you to take care of yourself and do what you need to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you choose to do it, like yeah. you said. like Yeah, sometimes exactly. a wellness thing is yeah. definitely catching up on your yes. work so that you can feel yeah. much yeah. better about like, the stressors that you might yeah. have in your life. And, but the and idea is to kind of get away from that narrative of like for schoolwork. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's the autonomy on the student of saying, you know, what do I re- what do I need during this time? Yeah. And being able to exactly. shamelessly give that to yourself without that yes. feeling of, you know, oh, my professors are expecting me to yeah. do work over this time. Or if I come back and I'm not, you know up to date on all my notes and everything for the first class back that the prof is going to be like, oh, you know, you had plenty of time to catch up on readings over this this break. Yeah. Um, but really, it should be on the student to get to decide sure. what's, exactly. what, what yeah. is going to help them and, and help their well-being. I think it's hard to, as like some, a lot of students come to me as well and they're like, well, we have assignments due this week. Like, how am I supposed to not be working on schoolwork and mm-hmm. take that break, right? And so that's something we as like, the community of academia need to move forward with yeah. both student level and faculty level exactly. and university level. So, but Absolutely. the fantastic work that, of course, Shazia has been doing this year yes. um, is moving towards seeing that. Right, we're moving towards really establishing term break as a time for students to do what they need to do rather than the forced um, academic pressures that perpetuate and continue to perpetuate um, throughout the rest of the semester. Absolutely, right. It's a bigger conversation about best practices in teaching and learning to mm-hmm. support student well-being in general, yes, but also that very specific conversation about policy to protect against students getting assignments due during the term break. Um, 
it is can look different in every faculty, which is why it, it is a time-consuming process to, to work on policy in this area with the university. However, um, that ensures that it's going to be supportive to students in every faculty and, yes. and really work to reinforce that messaging that the university has been clear on um, since they implemented fall term break um, in 2017, I believe. We only used to have a winter reading week. Yes. Um, and with that, the, the main intention really is to, to clarify that, you know, it's it's a time that we shouldn't be putting additional stress on students. And we also should be acknowledging that um, this isn't a time to consider you know, for your course, when you're designing your course outline as an instructor, to look at it as a week off and not look at it as a week to schedule assignments and, and mm-hmm. things and use it as a week that you're considering that your your students are going to be working heavily on coursework. Yes. Exactly. And that also applies to having assignments due right after. And I've noticed that trend in my classes where the exactly. week right before is so heavy. Mm-hmm. And then the week you come back, it's so heavy. And it's yeah. like, this is supposed to be a week off. You can do what you choose to do with this time. That also includes having the support around the week after coming back from uh, term break and mm-hmm. being able to give students that kind of flexibility, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like, again, respecting those best practices towards like, you know, if you wouldn't expect this work to be done over a weekend and, you know, assign it on a Thursday and expect it to be done even on a Friday, honestly, it should be like if you would expect it to be done by a Monday and typically this is how it is assigned out. You know, maybe that's a little bit different sometimes because those are typically going to be shorter assignments, mm-hmm. things like that. And, and you would be expected to work on a weekend to get that done. But mm-hmm. if it's like, you know, you're getting your material two days before term break yeah. and you're expected to write an exam when you get back, that's like pretty he- heavy. That's that definitely is is implying that you need to work on things over term yeah. break to to be prepared for your exam, which is you know, a little bit of a difficult thing, I think, um, to work through with the teaching and learning community because it, it, there's multiple impacts with how courses are scheduled and how assignments are scheduled when, when timing needs to happen for certain assessments because feedback is necessary to help the next step with it. But um, that is one thing I do think we're actually very fortunate at the University of Calgary to have is a really strong teaching and learning community with yes. a lot of great experts um, and some fo- and folks that really do care about uh, quality teaching and learning and, and the quality student experience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, there is hope, I think. Um, yes. And we, we do have some great on this um, that work uh, that work and take the advocacy that we're bringing forward and, and really refine it into something that's going to be uh, workable and meaningful to students and to instructors alike. Yeah. Perfect. Thank you. I'm actually going to pivot to a little bit of a different conversation. Um, I want to hear a little bit about you guys as people. So why don't we talk a little bit about Sandra... Um, tell me a little bit about your experience thus far in university. Tell me, um, what have you been able to learn maybe about yourself, about your passions, um, some of your best memories? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Most of my university was during COVID. Oh no. <laughs> At home um, in bed working. Okay. Okay. That's but, a pretty good memory. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed that time. I did until As, I didn't. Especially what on days like today. The True. days like today, I the minus forty. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, but what about within the last year? So the last sure. year we've been in person. Yeah. Um, you've been heavily involved in leadership. You've been heavily yes. involved in um, all of the initiatives. You've been doing the open educational resources, heavily assisting the SU in a lot of different promotional things, healthily uh, assisting the executives in a lot of things. Um, what have you really been able to take away for yourself, like a personal mm. growth moment? There's a lot of personal growth moments okay. I found. Um, the first one that was very, very obvious to me was writing emails. Okay. Um, we have to send so many emails and I had such intense email anxiety yeah. um, that like just 
literally in the first two months i was so over that actually it's funny me and chelsea were talking about that this morning and um i still have the anxiety (laughs) i (laughs) have brutal we have it in starting emails i think right like my replying still takes me time and i i want to draft the best email i can especially if it's going out to the wider community yeah um but starting emails i have about four emails to start today and i'm just dreading it a little bit i'm like dang like i'm so excited to tell these different individuals about what i'm gonna send them but also i am scared about writing it because i'm hoping my ideas come across well but either way it was still a personal growth moment because i went from not writing a single email to writing so many emails and being able to write them yeah um so that's one personal growth moment do you want to talk more about it shazia with email writing no i'm already getting stressed right now (laughs) i actually i never really went through that really no what do you mean i never really struggled with anxiety around email drafting um interesting yeah I don't think I'm envious. What's it like to be a chosen one? <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Weird. Um, I think, huh? Now that I'm thinking about it, it's I've been doing this for so many years now. It's hard to think back to when I was initially starting out. But I want to say one of the hardest things to do as like an elected official, particularly around like even getting elected or things like that, it's very much like putting yourself out there. Yes, like talking to people, starting yeah. those conversations yeah. where you have to yeah. be like yes hi do you have a minute and and they just kind of look at you and they're like no (laughs) yeah Uh oh yeah make time Um, you have to lose all shame that you you kind of have yeah and i will and i have said this there is nothing more humbling than campaigning true (laughs) it is a very difficult time and i remember doing this like as the hsa like originally getting involved in like the hsa campaigns so those were like even much lower stakes but um it was like hi do you have a minute and people would be like no (laughs) um so that's been a very interesting thing is like just putting yourself out there i will say though one of the biggest things i've gotten from this these experiences in particular is really being able to understand the amount and the myriad of different stories there are on campus with students you know like sometimes we get so locked into our own personal experiences that we forget how many different stories there are out there Um, and every single experience that I've had thus far um, has been like fueled um, by the stories of the students that we represent Um, there's so much going on out there for so many people there are so many success stories there are so many people who work so hard and on the other hand there's a lot of students who suffer with a lot of things there's a lot of mental health conditions out there there's a lot of lack of um, accessibility out there Mm -hmm. there's a lot of um, things that students are going through that need the support of the elected officials yeah, and the yeah. students union and student leaders on campus elected or not mm-hmm. um, and I think that's been an incredible opportunity is really being able to like get on the grassroots with these students yeah, yeah like even with tuition when we had to do our consultation for those tuition increases and mm-hmm. the number of student stories we didn't think we would get so many in such a short time but mm-hmm. then just getting them and reading through them one by one it was insane that was incredible it i was. have to say this it's year very powerful our elected officials did an incredible job we were we were on a very tight timeline yeah. um to be able to get student feedback yeah. for the tuition consultation um and i think what was it within 24 hours we had yeah. i think it's 48 48 hours yeah, we, we had, had a seven day timeline and it was well within, over a thousand responses yeah. yes within and and these weren't just the yes no questions these were students submitting paragraphs yes. of how much they would be affected by these tuition increases and how a lot of them were unable to continue with their degree should there be another 10% increase or or whatever the suggested original number was. Um, 
which is insane to me. Yeah, it's it's ab- absolutely mind blowing. Just the number of people who engaged with something so um, at such a vulnerable level, and to be exactly. able to share their stories. I think it was three thousand in two to three days. Yeah, wow. so it was it yeah. was crazy across all faculties in such yeah. a short period of time. It's just. First of all, I want to say thank you to anyone who did help us yeah. out with those guys. It's been a while, but thank you. Um, we've had a few small wins here and there, mm-hmm. um, but we'll keep pushing to advocate for you guys. But um, exactly. no, it was absolutely incredible, the stories. I agree. Definitely yeah. putting yourself out there has been a, a tremendous honor in yeah. one, but also there's skills associated with it that we have to kind of learn as we do our job. And then, yeah, it just... It's 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 definitely an incredible opportunity. Yeah, exactly, and in my role, I don't I don't get to interact with students too often because I'm very much lo- locked up in my office and doing op-fi stuff. <laughs> um, but every time I do get the opportunity to interact with students, it never fails to remind me and yeah. reignite that spark of why it is that we do what we do. Yes, and yeah. any day there's like a day where I'm tired or I feel like, oh, what am I doing? And I talk to a student immediately that yeah. spark yeah. is reignited and it's like no yeah. i want to be here i want to fight for these students yes. yeah. um gives you direction exactly yeah. and like yeah. you said i think the biggest word is like honored and humbled yes to, to Honestly, be here and do yeah. this yeah i feel like it's such a privilege ultimately yes. in the end that's what i keep coming down to is that i don't know how foolproof this is but for me personally where i think about it is that as su elected officials we have privilege not power yes and exactly. and it's up to us to act on that privilege to the best that we can to support those that do, that don't have the same privileges yeah. and and you know what to be honest our rep, we we represent a body that has given us this privilege mm-hmm. and how can we make the most out of it to serve them yeah. um i will say definitely talking to students is what gets the energy going again like uh, i'll never forget during when we were doing class talks in january um leading up to the board of governors rally and i was so busy i had a packed in schedule of some really stressful meetings um and committee meetings that i was like heavily prepared for and things like that and i was gonna not do a couple of the class talks that i was planning on doing um but i made the decision ultimately after doing the first one to to do those because i was like you know what the energy i get from just being with the students talking to them hearing their you know, cheers yes. in there and there. Yeah, just it gave me the energy and reminds me again, like why I'm doing exactly what I'm doing, because I, you, I, yeah, you are alone a lot of the times in advocating without yeah. that there. So it's a lot of it's really supportive and, and stuff to know that, you know, there's a meaning behind what you're doing. And even if that sometimes feels disconnected, it's that easy to reconnect to it again. And it, it is the most important part. And with that comes knowing a lot of the diverse stories. And yes. it just mm-hmm. goes to show, I think, like one solution will never solve everything that the biggest thing honestly i learned this year is that there is a lot of work to do yeah there's a lot of work to do it is it is not going to end and and to underestimate it is is a disservice because to serve students and to really um i think meet them where they're at and and their needs and their diverse needs um a blanket solution won't work and this means that you know the the university um it, it will take time and a lot of effort on their end to ensure they're finding solutions to serve students because it's only getting more and more difficult to be a student, especially yeah, exactly. in Alberta. And yeah, um, exactly. and yeah, I believe education is a is a right, not a not a privilege. And, yes, and we exactly. should we should be able to to have accessible education, and that is always being threatened. Yeah, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to pick between having food or shelter and education. Education no. should always always be You're there. Right. For yeah, you. exactly. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, with that, um, I'm gonna 
push us into our second mic break. Um, so we are going to be listening to People by Libyanka, Rush by Ira Starr, and here with my beautiful French pronunciation, I believe it's De Testemois. Yeah, I, okay. I think it's right. Fantastic, by Tacey. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, we will um, see you back again soon. Bam and night, Libby and Catch up. 
Tu sais bien, je suis désolé. J'ai reconnu chacun de mes torts. Combien de fois devrais-je sonner? Ne dis plus jamais que l'amour est mort. Ouvre, s'il te plaît, ouvre. Vas-y, ouvre, laisse-moi entrer. Ouvre, s'il te plaît, ouvre. Vas-y, ouvre, laisse-moi entrer. Je suis seul devant ta maison. Toi, tu vis ta nouvelle vie. Je dois revenir à la raison. C'est plus moi, non, c'est lui Ouvre, s'il te plaît, ouvre Vas-y, ouvre, ne me laisse pas tomber Ouvre, s'il te plaît, ouvre Vas-y, ouvre, ne me laisse pas tomber Tu m'as donné toute ta confiance J'étais sali, j'avais tellement peur on se connaît depuis l'enfance J'ai toujours vu rire Mais pourquoi tu pleures Déteste-moi 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 si tu veux Déteste-moi 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 On sera deux Déteste-moi Déteste-moi quand tu disais que tu ne pouvais plus avancer avec un homme comme moi, je t'ai délaissé, je t'ai pas cru. Car à mes yeux, tu n'étais rien sans moi. Ouvre, s'il te J'avais tellement peur On se connaît depuis l'enfance J'ai toujours vu rire Pourquoi tu pleures Déteste-moi Déteste-moi si tu veux Déteste-moi Déteste-moi On sera deux started your journey towards your personal health goals? At Active Living, located at the University of Calgary, we have everything you need to lead the way to healthy active living. We offer diverse facilities, comprehensive programming, and services all open to the public. From group fitness to personal training to having access to one of the biggest racket centers, we have what you need to help you on your journey. Visit activeliving.ucalgary.ca. 
The nation's number one ranked team is on a mission. Let's pack Father David Bauer Arena as the University of Calgary Dinos men hockey team begins their quest for the first Canada Western Championship since 1996. Starting with a best of three conference semifinal February 23rd to 25th. The first 250 U Calgary students will get in free. Just show your UCID at the box office. Puck drop Thursday, February 23rd, 7 p.m. Hello, and welcome back to CJSW 90.9 FM, the SU Weekly Show. My name is Ali Samji, your Vice President of Operations and Finance. I'm Sandra Amin, Faculty of Science Representative. And I'm Shazia Jinnamorset, Vice President of Academic. Ooh, you switched uh, it up there. I know, I went for the opposite. <laughs> I feel like that's usually my typical. I don't know. Yeah. I'm oh at God. a point now where I don't even know what my typical <laughs> is. You know what? It's been a long week. It's been a yeah, long true. week. <laughs> it's um, been a long four-day week. <laughs> but sticking with our traditions... Um, let's make some time for shout outs. Um, I'll go first. Fantastic. I'm shouting, shouting out my SLC family. I haven't seen you guys in a very long time. Approximately four days. Yes. But please come visit me in the office. I am alone and I'm sad. I miss you guys. <laughs> we miss you all. Um, I'm going to shout out my lovely husband, as as always, who keeps me running. <laughs> Kyle, I love you. Um, and, and my grandma. And my dad, because uh, they keep me pretty sustained, too, and have been really critical in this year because I'm really busy. And a big part of that comes with not really having time for a lot of things in my personal life. But um, I'm not made to feel guilty, which is really, really um, meaningful to me. So, yeah, shout out to you guys. I want to shout out um, my blessings. So my dad, my mom, both my beautiful grandmothers, my sister. I have so much love. I have so much love and I'm so grateful and blessed for that. And I think sometimes when, especially February, because there's literally never anything to look forward to in February except snow and cold. Valentine's Day. Ew. Don't even mention that to me. It's, it's a scheme. Capitalism that at is its a finest. Scheme. I'm gonna say, like, um, even as a married person now, I'm like, oh, because that just means we have to spend money. Literally. Um, but in a time where it's been so difficult to look forward to things, I think it's nice to have a moment to look back at your blessings and realize yes. what makes your life happy. And in addition to my beautiful family, of course, I am so grateful for all of you as well. Just because um, you guys are my family when I'm not at home. Yes. And I love you all so much. And I'm so grateful for everything you guys have taught me and continue to teach me. Um, and just the the group that we formed this year is incredible. Yes. yes. For the record, I'm also shouting out a thank you to the SLC and, and, you know, they all mean to me. I can't be the only one out on this. Uh, Yeah, it's been a really great experience, especially coming in. Like, I I wasn't an elected official before this, so um, it's been, yeah, really, really great experience. I wonder Uh, what next year will be like. That's okay. We won't talk about that. (laughs) I'm living day to day right now, baby. Um, but yeah, um, Sandra, you wanted to mention there's a couple events coming up or an event coming yes. up. Do you want to take a minute to talk about For that? For sure. So part of my um, academic focused initiatives, um, we, me, as well as our my fellow engineering representatives, Jacob and Apari, we are hosting a competition called the Make a Thing event, which takes um, advantage of the makerspaces in the engineering building to kind of make something. So we, it's a week long competition. 
um, we give you a prompt, um, and then you kind of get a chance to use the maker spaces and make something cool and be innovative. So there's a lot of like hands-on learning there. Mm-hmm. It's happening exactly. Experiential learning. Experiential learning. At Where its we need to finest. move towards. Yes, and so it's March 13th to 17th. The registration okay. isn't out right now. It will be out next week. So fantastic. If you guys are interested, it's open to all majors, not just science and eng. Everyone is invited. That Actually, is exciting. we're encouraging people from. All majors to come. Um, oh, and you work in groups of four, so get some three friends and come What apply. if we don't have friends? That's Serious okay. Question. No, that's okay. You can still apply as an individual. as just yourself. Porque no tengo amigos. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you got no friends. <laughs> Same, but also I'm your friend. But So, okay. okay. See, you got me. And you got Chelsea. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. We have a team. Yeah, we have a team of friends. Almost. We need one more no person. No comment. What? I'm just kidding. Of course. Of course wow. you guys are my friends. I spend like majority of my time with you guys. And this is a great moment to shout out my best friends who I get to see so very rarely right now. And I feel so guilty about. But it's okay. no, I got to say that um, it does make it easier that I do have great friends yes. um, within the spaces that I'm spending a yes. lot of my time in right now. Yeah. And it's yeah, and it goes beyond just like. You know, what you typically might or like, you know, just like that colleague, coworker feeling, which yeah. I've had mm-hmm. definitely in the past and it's nice, but I yeah. feel like I've made some real friends this yes. year too, which exactly. is fantastic. and great. Oh, before we move on, mm. um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the make a thing of it. <laughs> Same girl. <laughs> I forgot. There's a thousand dollars on the line if you win. So come. A thousand dollars. I know, right? Wow. That's actually a lot of money. So that's a lot of money. Here, there's um, going to be a pretty cool fine, judge. Yeah. Potentially. Shazia Jenna Morissette, our vice president of academic, wow. is one of our five judges. I guess I was not judges. qualified enough to be a judge. Hey, you want to come? <laughs> I, I guess we'll talk about this after. Yes, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> it's my interdisciplinary nature, Allie, that <laughs> I see. brought me to this. Yes. <laughs> I see, I see. And her this love moment. for experiential learning. Fair enough. <laughs> But yeah, so make sure to apply. Look at the SU page, the engineering rep page, the science rep Instagram page uh, to register when the registration comes out. Amazing. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. It breaks my heart, but we do have to slightly wrap up our show now. Um, But it's going to be really exciting because I think over the next couple of weeks, we should have a few special guests coming on. And hopefully within the next week or two weeks, we will have our president, Nicole Schmidt, come on, which will be a very exciting conversation. Um, So yeah, hopefully we will be able to um, have you guys tune in then. Um, But in the meantime, we are going to uh, log off for today um, and you will hear attention by Tiwa Savage. So thank you guys so much and uh, we will see you you next week. Au revoir, amigos. I tried. (laughs) That was so many different languages. Okay. (laughs) Bye. It don't they give me headache, go. Oh. It be like, say, we go take a break, go. Oh. Break, go. Oh. Enough of your promises. You say you go make it up to me. But you keep getting worse, oh. Worse, oh. When was the last time you carried me, go? Cinema to see a movie. You don't take this thing like play, oh. Play, oh. And when last you tell me to bend over. Make you jam the ting and ta. I guess you're giving it to someone else. If you know, give me quality attention. Oh, yeah. Attention. Uh, if you know, give me quality attention. I might get it from somebody else. Yeah.
300 million meters per second, but CGSW 90.9 FM, our radio waves travel 300 million and one meters per second. Why would you want to miss out on something so fast?